You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Me, you said that I said. Uh, See, I like your Pacino. What's, I, your, what's your worst impression? I do a really good impression of Eric. Well, but see, it's visual, and oh. we've already done it on the show, and it doesn't oh, quite yeah. work for the audience. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, yeah. Also, he and I have met like three times, so I don't think he'll get it quite. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Worst impression? Um, uh, Being a man. Uh, <laughs> so... What is your worst impression? <laughs> See, I'm trying to think about that because you brought that up, and I do a lot of impressions. I, I like I can do Michael Caine. I can do Michael Caine pretty well. You do a young, good Michael Caine. Yeah, I, I do a solid Michael Caine. For yeah, sure. like I know That's who it is. Bad. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. I, I mean, my best impression is definitely my Jesse Pinkman impression. All right, go for it. Uh, Yo, Mr. White, bitch, uh, when, when are we going to start cooking? Yo. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I've been doing Pesci a little bit, you know? I've been doing him a little bit, you know? Right. Hey. I think we found your worst impression. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, uh, pay me. No, no. Wait, uh, what's, what's your worst impression? Well, the thing is, I only do impressions of people nobody remembers, so they don't have to be good, so nobody knows. But before my voice dropped... When I was a kid, like all heterosexual boys, I did Ethel Merman. And so uh-huh. I think if I did it now, it's not very good. See, you said voice drop. That reminds me, when I was in middle school, I used to do a Denzel Washington. Oh, I don't do that on the show. <laughs> I won't do that on the show, but that might be my worst impression. Boy, if you just whipped out like an Amos and Andy voice all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it'd just be like, uh, like you've been hoodwinked. You've been run amok, you know, like it's... Wow, that's, that sounds even oddly more racist than the way that you're doing it so whitewashed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies because he touched your booby. Um, <laughs> I am uh, I'm Eric Samaniego, and with me as always is the Julia Duffy from uh, Designing Women to my Julia Duffy from the sitcom New Hearts, Wright Sulek. Oh, Billy. That doesn't have anything to do with either of those things. But the, the guy's name in the movie was Billy. It does, and but she not does anything say, that I just said. And she does say at one point, yeah. oh, Billy. No, that's great. So we're, we're actually joined by... Uh, a first-time guest, uh, though you guys have been on podcasts together before. Yeah, we've done reviews together, haven't yeah. we? So Nathan, 100%. F- my name is Bo Spenson. I'm the star. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got one. But Nathan Flynn, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, of course, guys. Now, so you host uh, Mission Impotable, 
Yeah. Which uh, some of our listeners have probably heard of now. Um, yeah, it's the and third. And loathe. It, yeah. it, it's the third most popular Mission Impossible podcast. Uh, Wait, there are other Mission Impossible podcasts? Oh, man. you Because there's trash in the can. There's... Is yeah. there a turf war going on? Like an es- uh, West Coast, there, East Coast There's thing? a little bit of like a, a fucking, is it Crips, Bloods? Are you Biggie or Tupac, I guess I'm asking. Oh, God. Uh, please answer truthfully. I mean, I'm Joe Biden out of those answers. <laughs> We're talking about like... So you're Biden's friend, Popcorn. Yeah, pretty much. Or Corn Pop. That's what it was. Oh corn Pop. God. And that story he told. Oh, no. I, I believe like <laughs> if we're talking, if we're, we're putting Biggie and Tupac in here, my name is Gerald. I uh, I work tech. <laughs> my name is uh, Suge Knight, but it's just because I'm pre-diabetic. Okay. Well, uh, uh, thanks anyway. for joining us today. Uh, I'm one of the most unhinged friends that Wright has. Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. I mean, I love you. You're great. He but... and I have known each other for almost two decades and share a lot of I the same friends. I think I'm the most unhinged friend I have. You're uh, more unhinged than you think, but you are. Uh, no, I know. I, I think yeah. I am. But well, no. I, I don't think I'm that unhinged. Well, guys, I have Whoa. a new self-confidence that this podcast I wasn't expecting to bring look, me right now. You know, Look, shut up. Okay, you're, you're gonna not, get the. Uh, you're trash not that. Un- you're well adjusted compared to us. He's now, damaged, but who isn't? I mean, I'm well adjusted compared to the movie that we're talking about today. Yeah, so Ooh. we watched uh, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker, also so, known as also known as Nightmare Warning. Night warnings. I night warning. Night, night warning. I don't know. I, I like Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker because it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it sounds good because of the whole candlestick maker, the whole little uh, nursery rhyme. Wait, there's a nursery rhyme? You know. But like, you know. Why are you we... You fucking know. Come on. don't. You, you're old. You've heard of this. <laughs> do I? But do I know this? It's known. It's written. Come on. I don't think but I know butch, this. But like Butcher, I get if, okay, like, there's murder in the movie, but where does Baker come from? I don't remember anybody baking anything. Well, that's what we were talking there's about. There's quite a bit of pickling. P- quite a bit of pickling. Yeah. And Which is also how we usually do the show. We're pickling ourselves. I mean, do we want to the let them know how the pickles are made right now? Uh, how I make pickles? Yeah, how do you make pickles, Eric? Sweat. <laughs> you have Goodfellas on while you're watching. Oh. <laughs> Bear clotted all the way home. Uh, That's a reference to a friend of Wright's that uh, he caught jerking off once uh, while Goodfellas was on the TV. Oh, we were going this candid. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, I. Have, I'm a member uh-oh. of the Church of Scientology. Uh, oh no. We. I'm just kidding. We did a thing years ago, and you had a different podcast with uh, Matt Ryan, who's uh-huh. been on this show. Yes. Where we ragged on Scientology for a while and there was a moment. Did we really? Yeah, we really did. And I remember, it's not on the internet anymore, but I remember there was like a week afterwards where I was, every bad thing that happened to me, I thought, this is Tom Cruise's fault. (laughs) Like I just, I knew because they destroy people's lives. Did we talk about that when we we watched Penn? No, no. It was you and I and Matt Ryan and we talked about uh, Going Clear, the documentary. Oh yeah, and yeah. honestly, yeah. so my podcast is already canceled, guys. It uh, is. Oh, so it's... the fact that like you know Tom Cruise's people knows oh, about gosh, you well, and Tom knows Cruise you. listened to this because he's listened to your show. Oh, that's not good. I mean, it's hey, we, we, some... we love short homosexuals on this podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, for having me on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> no, no, fucking uh, died over here. No, we're all lawyered up. It's fine. 
So, uh, Shit. What's are your we? Baker Nightmare Maker? This came out in 1981. Yes. Correct? I, it said 82 on the Amazon, so I would assume that it's uh, it's at least one of those like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to play it in uh, Britain, and then uh, right. uh, America will do it in 81. Like, it was, it was tickling in video nasty. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Video, video nasty. I mean, which we've had quite a few on can, the show over the years. How can oh, yeah. this movie like exist without people <laughs> seeing it? I mean, is my biggest takeaway watching well, it. I don't know who this is for. For. I mean, it's for us. It's definitely for us. I don't know who it was when it was released, That's but it's definitely thing. for us. Is it like it's presented in a way where it feels like a, an old, like sort of a melodramatic soap opera, but then there's a lot of crazy shit well, in it. it. Well, I was... mean, it goes Final Destination. It goes yeah. Walking Tall. Out of the gates. <laughs> right out of the gate. It has a huge, gates. strong start. They didn't even lock the gates. They left them open. <laughs> <laughs> but even the way that it begins where the title card is first... And then yes. we have the uh, first scene. It feels so, like a TV movie. You know, yeah. So it has the feel of a TV movie, the look of a TV movie, but yeah. it has exploitation movie elements to it. So it's, and, and a few giallo elements. Yeah. I will say. So it's, it's worth it. mentioning. Yeah. So the director of the film, uh, <coughs> William Asher, he directed some movies in the 60s. He directed a movie in 1948 called Leather Gloves. It's kind of a film noir thing. But he's most known as a TV director. He directed 102 episodes of I Love Lucy. He directed yeah, definitely, definitely 102. He was the uh, the lead director on uh, Bewitched, and he was married to the star. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he directed like eight episodes of Mission Impossible at this point. Honestly, uh, he could have. I, I, mean, I didn't look. So yeah. he directed a lot of stuff: the Beach Blanket Bingo movies with Frankie Avalon and uh, Netflix Operation Dumbo Drum. Oh yeah, uh, but his daughter. Wait, he did really? No, he was <laughs> oh, just okay. fucking with you. But I'm his sorry. daughter. Rebecca Asher is also now a director. So she's directed a ton of Grace and Frankie. She directs TV too. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a family <clears throat> thing. But so he's got. She a, should. Oh, I got a recycling. Oh, you, yeah, I see that. I got a recycling already. But so it, it stars. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Susan Terrell, who people know from Forbidden Zone and Crybaby. Uh, Crybaby. And uh, now you recognized immediately. What's his name? Bo Svensson. Bo Svensson. Who is. I mean, he's one of those like. Tarantino has almost like added to his mythology where he will talk about like Bo Svensson and the Walking Tall movies. And I watch all the Walking Tall movies because I'm a younger psychopath. guy and a psychopath and yeah. I watch See, all the Walking Tall I've movies. I've never seen the original Walking Tall movies, but I did work security on the sequel to the direct-to-video remake. So it starred the guy who was Hercules on TV. And I was, I was that was oh. when I did Peyote. Oh, when that's I was when working security for that movie oh. on the set. So the sh they shut down for the night and uh, I was just there to keep an eye on the equipment and the uh, everything because it was like a carnival or something. It so was you all did outdoors. peyote and all of so, us stole Yeah, it. so I did peyote and mushrooms and I had the craziest 12 hours of my life. To all the younger people. Oh, Spencer was there. <laughs> to all the younger people in here. Uh, in here? In, in, in <laughs> here? Uh, whoa, where are they? Uh, I like have you, gray hair, here, like uh, John Wayne Gacy or something. I, I'm, I mean, I'm 26, and I have you're 26. Like, yeah. Oh my god. I'm, uh, I just I'm literally 12 one of my years feet older. just turned to dust. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, so <laughs> I will be taking over uh, Trash in the Can. My name is Nathan Flynn, and Nathan uh, Flynn. young yeah. supple Nathan Flynn. You'll outlive yeah. all of us. Uh, I mean, through the episode. I think it's usually the opposite, but I, I appreciate that, right? Of course, that, of course. That's very Nathan. kind as a friend should, of mine. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, Nathan, you're almost too old for me, so you got uh, in just under the wire. I, so I'm, thank you I'm sorry. Show. I need to be at least the age of the protagonist from Butcher Baker. Seventeen. In, in Texas, 17. yes. Taylor Spy, Butcher Baker's yeah. Taylor Spy. Is the, that the, what? <laughs> oh my god did you just have a, an epiphany Gary Oldman 
as the ant. Okay, we'll save it. I got it. We got to get to recycling right, so, quick. So, okay, so how does the movie start, Nathan? It, since something happens in the okay, that's recycling. You're the guest, first time guest. Do you want to walk us through how does this movie begin? Opening. So what I remember, because uh, I'm at Wright's house, and usually when you go to Wright's house, you have at least a couple drinks. Yeah, he's a real Bill Cosby. I mean, literally. Okay. Hey. Well, okay. You see, that's you not the case, okay? I'll make other people play. He's talking about I spy, I spy era. I yeah, yeah. Even. Yeah, he definitely wasn't raping people back then. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, yeah we know of. Robert Culp definitely came to you a couple of times before a shoot. So did like, Bill Cosby. He came to Look too. at what's happened to me. Oh I can't believe it myself. Suddenly my parents had their brakes cut and I'm driving right off of the cliff. Okay, <laughs> stop singing <laughs> and tell us Believe what it or not, <laughs> Bill Cosby's a creep. Okay, well. so All right, so we definitely explained the beginning of this movie, right? We don't even have to go on. No, um... It kind of opens like, uh, you know that movie Sweepaway Camp? Yeah. Yeah. Where you have, you know, the parents uh, saying, you know, you have the crazy, you know, relatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, goodbye, goodbye to the parents. And then eventually you have a reveal with the aunt later on. But the uh, the mom and the dad of the main character, who is played by an actor who, if you put a gun to my head, I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of right now. No. Um, end up finding out their brakes are cut and drive through what seems to be the entryway to the Overlook Hotel from Shining. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And they go through a little Final Destination 2 sort of thing. We got a little bit of a log action through Dude. the cranium. So... There, there are a lot of times we watch these movies where we see something that's, and it's much earlier on when the films that came out after it, uh-huh. it really does seem like every now and then, like, they fucking watched this movie and said, like, that's a good idea. I'm going to take it yeah. and put it, it, put it in something Now, with better. this one, I, I would say it probably is not from this movie. It could be, for sure. Like, no, I no, imagine no. the people that... Steven Miner, I believe, is the director of Final Destination. Who 2. did like what the original uh, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween? You think H2O. about this. This is like a knockoff of a Friday the Thirteenth because it's the the year. The reason I would give it a pass yeah. is because when I'm on the road and I see that, that's always my first. thought. Oh sure, we've well, all had that thought, right? Well, but even, it's even because before, of Final Destination. No, no, too. I had that. Wait, I had that since I was a child. I was oh, waiting really? for something to go through the windshield through my fucking oh, head. I don't know. I, I mean, Final Destination therapy. Two has like one of the best hours of a horror movie in the beginning of it. So yeah. that one is, I think my. I haven't seen all of them. I think I've only seen the but first. But it's the two. best. But I think it's the best. It's yeah. it's pretty great. Like some of the kills in there are so gnarly. I still think about like the idea of like pressing down on the brakes and a water bottle is just like keeping me from. Oh god, that's so fucking scary! Right? Or like, remember the kid who's like running and like chasing pigeons, and the fucking glass falls down on him and just splatters everywhere. Like fuck me! And the mom watches all of it to think about that scene. Is like Jesus Christ! That mom just watched her son get smushed. Like a grape. Yeah. And then she gets decapitated a scene later. It's fucking nuts. So I mean, it's for the best. We were talking about how Final Destination 2 is the best. Uh, yeah, wait, wait. One, what are we talking one, about? one minute ago, right? Yeah, yeah. A little bit drunk here, but you know. It, you, you think about it and it's just like, wow, this movie goes places. I wasn't expecting. I mean, like, I've listened to y'all's podcast 
This movie went to some fucking places within the last 30 minutes. It was hard to alone. guess where we were going. Yeah. Which this, it doesn't happen a lot on the movies we do. This this remind this gave me a lot of the baby vibes. Which funny when I opened IMDb to look up this movie, it uh, says you might also like the first thing was the baby. So if you have never seen <laughs> the, the algorithm, baby, never heard of oh the, the baby, baby is the best movie we've ever done on this fucking I thought show. You were baby it, boy, it is. It's Maybe. like the single-digit episodes. Like, yeah. it's early on. It's That's number... one of the best movies we've I've ever seen. We're chasing that dragon ever yeah. since episode eight. That and is our heroine. It is, like, seriously one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, it is so fucking good. And if Quentin Tarantino does not remake that as his 10th movie, he's doing his whole career wrong. But... Well, he's doing some TV show next, anyway. Some yeah. mystery TV Bounty show. Law. Bounty Law. But on anyway. CBS. So CBS. The parents boom, get boom. killed by some dish, final Cheech destination is style. Side but it's funny, too. Like, even the car wreck, uh, the mom is, like, the father's head gets, like, dis- destroyed when by a When we get log. a great practical shot. Yeah, it's I the thought the mom, did you guys think at least that the mom was going to survive when you watched it? For a minute, yes. Yeah, for about a minute. Yeah. For but, sure. But then the car topples over. It falls in and a river. And she's trying to get out. And she's, trying it, to get out. she's trying to get out for uh, over the corpse of her husband, who, yeah. who's decapitated. Yeah. And she's crawling over. And then it becomes almost comical. And then and it the, says 14 years later, like, it's the fucking Shining. Well, where you're just well, like, he, the sure, amount of the, time. Well, the car falls down in the rake. It and then smashes. Once it, yeah, so smashes in the, the body of water. Yeah. And then there's a, a, a heavy pause. Yeah. And this was really funny to me. It was. It just explodes. Yes. It's great. Uh, like, there was some great, there was some weirdly great comic timing in this. And I guess not weirdly because the director is known mostly for comedy. Well, he knows, uh, or. His timing. He knows his, how to he, direct he, a fucking picture. Well, he, yeah. he knows timing and he also knows when he sees someone's facial expressions and reactions to things. Like, Keep it in. Yeah. Because I mean, hell, he worked with Lucille Ball. He knows about funny expressions. Fucking Christ. Because well, what's the lead actress? Is, uh, Susan Tyrell. Yeah. Susan but, Tyrell's uh, Aunt Cheryl. Whoa. She yeah. is feral. Her her acting approach is that's the only thing I could think. I could see her doing experimental theater in the 70s in New York where she might pee on you and you're like applauding. <laughs> like, you know what? This is art. The last 30 minutes of the movie is seriously rivals like Jack Nicholson's acting in The Shining at the end. It's just like Surreal. it's so unhinged and crazy and we're all here for it. Like oh, it's yeah. it's so fun. I mean, cool. there we talk about Sleepaway Camp at least as like one of the like classics of the like this is a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also there's like an intriguing element to this. Right. She's like the intriguing element all the way through. Oh totally. From the beginning of the movie, you have her adopting this child yes and so she, she she's the aunt she's she's holding the child while we they're all going off on a trip Cheryl, we, we all have who, who strokes do, us do we, and purrs like a cat maybe you do i mean i have a literal aunt Cheryl, but she's never done that and if she did i would have told an is adult is this a therapy i should be paying through through work you should if wait you are, could well we I take could. we take your hmo so <laughs> that's the only payment the trash in the can takes <laughs> is through hmo uh so yes, the the parents die. It's fourteen years later, and uh, Billy is a hunk. He's got that feathered hair that all teen men in movies had in this era. Okay, I seriously thought that this young kid uh, who plays Billy, uh-huh. I thought he was the alien bounty hunter actor from uh, X Files. 
the guy who like he his face sort of looks like him if he was like a little pipsqueak guy. Okay, but he looks just like him. I just want to say that because I seriously thought that was him the entire time. I maybe said this twenty eight times during us watching this, but this but dude Trump should... was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Trump was right. <laughs> and, oh uh, God, uh, <laughs> You said that constantly. Hey, I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little. Uh, <laughs> my lawyer is over here to plead the fifth, but no, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But, but <laughs> my lawyer heard a car crash and he ran out the front door. So I don't know there, what happened to him. This is this is ending right here. Uh-huh. But uh, no, no, no. Like, there's a version of this movie that is like a slam dunk five star movie that has like Anthony Perkins as the lead. Because there's oh, the so much. the ant? Yeah, I, yeah, it's the. I know. <laughs> That's that is whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's some. We'll get to it, but I. Think I mean, you some, created a better movie than I ever thought. Uh, I this could is make. like this is one of the few movies that I cannot wait to get to recycling because like. It's already okay. By spoiler, this movie is great. Yeah, uh, I had such a good time yeah. watching it. Yeah, yeah. But two. There's so many things you can do to remake it because it is fucking creepy and crazy yeah. of the choices they make in this crazy movie. Crazy with like at least 18 A's. with like with at least three K's. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. What? Oh, did I say wait, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, so. But no, this kid is not conveying the trauma of being raised by a crazy ass aunt. It, this well, this movie would have benefited from an actor that could carry the weight that this actor can't. It's literally the only problem with this movie, which is a flawless picture. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, if I were to just like, if we're not doing like a, you know, let's pitch to the stars, what could we do to make this amazing? Like, theoretically, if this movie could be Henry done Thomas. at the same time. Yeah, I think that there should have been an actor Ooh. that ha- had the chops to handle uh, the nuances of the lead character. So and wait, there are plenty because yeah. we're in the fucking golden age of experimental theater. They got Susan Terrell, who is, Jesus Christ, she's... I don't a even know th- what planet she's on. She's like a thousand Betty, she's, miles out of her goddamn she's mind. She's Betty Davis in uh, Baby Jane from the planet Venus. <laughs> like she's just <laughs> she's really like she's at That's whatever fantastic. whatever volume she's performing at. I have rarely seen like it's a Klaus Kinski esque performance in that to- movie. Totally, yeah, yeah. It, it's where hundred percent. Yeah, it's where her being in this has elevated the material. Like this movie without her, I think would be more forgettable. So, oh, totally, yes. So after the car accident that uh, makes him uh, possibly potential for Batman, but also just an orphan uh, in general. Uh, Buttman. We, we get into, like, 14 years later, he's 16 years old. Mm-hmm. He's being raised by his aunt, played by Klaus Kinski. I'm just kidding. Uh, Klaus Kinski. <laughs> now, that would be a fun movie. Oh, my. There's so many things you could do in this movie. I mean, there's so many things that you could do this movie, but like, what more could you do with this movie? Oh, man. But, like, but I was honestly shocked. So it, it's her uh, rousing him, right? For, yeah. Uh, to, from sleep. But the way she does it. Very sexual. And that's from the, the gate. That, yeah, that's the thing. I wasn't sure how this movie would handle the uh, incestual overtones, which, I mean, yeah. okay, we'll just go ahead and say let's, it. Let's but just like, say this real quick. For it to go out straight out of the gate, like her 
stroking with the the very tips of her fingers. And she did back. the hey, uh, Billy. Yeah, she like, purred like a cat. Yes, she you, literally does a cat impression. It's not even like she purrs like a cat. Wait, she, she's just doing. She yeah. purrs. So, but it, it, you, she's waking somebody up the way that you would someone that you have been yeah, in, yeah physically intimate with. Yeah. So you pitched this to me a couple weeks ago. Saying, oh, I should have mentioned. Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving special. <laughs> it's all about family today. And fucking them because this you pitched this like oh it's a it's gonna be our Thanksgiving episode because there's incest in it and I was like yes and uh, And you guys thought to call me well you know the mustache and uh, and so it it does definitely have a a vibe it's it's a brand you know at this point it's a brand but I did not know. What I okay, okay, you said that uh, his the nuance of the the actor uh, like dealing with uh, the the death of his parents not like really that uh, like uh, uh, he's not dialed in he's He's not not the most compelling actor but but also being raised by a clearly a weirdo right but here's the other thing too I think it this what I'm about to say it is something that I wanted which is also really gross but two. I, I actually appreciate the way they did it. I kind of wanted more overt incestual things happening, but it was all like this undertone the entire time What's until crazy Look, we're, we're not right? your incognito browser history. I mean, <laughs> I mean we're not right? here for that. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but like well, the like, entire time, Wright was like hot stepmom. Uh, oh, bang, yeah. Bang, bang. No, he had a pillow on his lap the whole time. You're yeah. my favorite big brother. He was doing the bear claw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I I hate that I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, okay. how you're can the you best not? big brother ever. <laughs> What's it called? Bratty stepsis or something? I, I mean, I, I have you know what no it is. No, I but mean, I think that's what it is. It's, it's, I mean, how did know she fit inside that dryer? Okay. How well. did I fit inside that dryer? <laughs> well, one load takes another. So she, Why load coming down? She Anyways. wakes him up and he's like, "Oh, it's my whites." <laughs> well, the, there's a whole thing about him like having to drink milk in the morning, and she's making, I guess, a turkey breakfast or what whatever. The hell the, is I that? mean, she, I mean, it was like she salad pickles everything. She, right? It's, it's she the pickles I can pickle everything. that episode of Which, Portlandia. I am actually glad that the pickling thing paid off for one shot. It did. Like. It, Which well, yeah, it we'll get to it. Paid but, off, yeah. But yeah, but she seems to be like cooking a, a goose on Christmas morning, and she's chopping up carrots, and and it's Tuesday in an afternoon or like Rough morning. Chops on those carrots as a chef. I mean, oh, like, they I were different. Like four, four inches, five inches, six inches. She was one like inch. a drunk moil. Yeah, she does like the seven incher though. Seven incher? You saying that like it's big? Uh, seven and a half inches is pretty big. Thank you. Look, Nathan. I've got. Seven I was inches. doing that I've for myself, but like, five uh, inches of foreskin. So. Oh, God, yeah, it's like it just I, I wrap it in. over my face to cover my eyes when I sleep. God. Anyway, okay, so it, uh, uh, for everybody in the audience, uh, he's currently cocooned <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> I'm now making the face through it, like in that movie. Um, We're actually recording in your foreskin. It's yeah, not, well, it's, it's soundproof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, honestly it, a better recording studio than I saw before. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get used to the smell, and it's a, uh, it's I like got in, used to it. Pretty insane. It's like in the Frighteners when the ghosts are pressing their face against the wall. Oh, okay, man, the Frighteners. What a great movie. So what a picture. anyway, so what a picture. 
so breakfast, uh, they have a big thing about like the, the whole chicken breakfast deal, like the whole cut chicken and salad for some reason. Yeah, she's cutting a ton of carrots in like weird dimensions as, yes. as a previous cook. Yes. Every breakfast is like going to Boston Market. It's a whole yeah, rotisserie like, chicken. He's like, gross. I already had oh, breakfast. Awful. I ate uh, a full rotisserie chicken that I just somehow had in my room. And I'm... Uh, That's how Dom DeLuise started every day. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I'm going to go see this gal, uh, Auntie. Oh yeah, he he's starting to talk about. Is it Julie, Julia, or well, her real name is Julia. Uh, oh, actually, it's Julia in the movie too. Yeah, it's that's right. Julia, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Julia Childs. Yeah, it's Julia Childs. Uh, Julia Childs <laughs> plays the but the love interest. Have y'all not seen this movie, honestly? <laughs> but yeah, so he's expressed an interest with this girl, and uh, the aunt doesn't seem totally on board. Oh no, no, she says like, "Oh, that slut." Uh, like, well, she, she doesn't say slut yet. Oh, she That's a little later, but, oh, okay, but okay. she's clearly not into it in the way that it's not played in a, a strange way. It just maybe she's worried he's not concentrating on his studies the way that you would see in a movie. Yeah. That's right, because she looks in his wallet and finds, oh, a, finds condom. a condom. That's right. Yeah. That's right. A little too nosy. Yeah, so she's clearly, yeah, she walks in. She's, she's uh, invasive. Think about Aunt Cheryl, uh, not a great hang. Not a great hang. No, 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 no. I mean, she's a great holder. Yikes. But, uh, yeah, uh, the whole thing where she's invading his privacy. So it clearly is establishing that we've got some blurred lines as far as, like, her ability to uh, stay out of his life. Now that he's, you know, 16, 16-year-olds. 16 Going have, on 17. Yeah, a certain right to privacy. I'm sure there's all stuff that we hid from our parents or whatever. But so she's very involved. Never. So one could say, if you didn't know what this movie was about, that she's just being overprotective because she lost her sister. Yes. And so she's overcompensating because she's afraid of being left alone, right. which we do see a bit of. Yeah, I mean, like we, that yeah. would be what a normal movie would be about. No, right? totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. so 100%. but and if it, and, <laughs> and I don't know if though if if it was played by somebody else if you wouldn't have any idea it was about to happen, but knowing like there's something unhinged about her from the in the way that Jack Nicholson at the right. very beginning of The Shining right, right. already seems like he's crazy, which I know is why Stephen King doesn't like it. But, like, there's something off about her before she unravels. Exactly. To see that she is, this actress is playing this role, it's like, mm. this something is not normal. Well, she like, has something's a very off. Sarah Palmer Twin Peaks thing about it. I clocked that, like, at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> right. It yeah. never stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the big thing about it is that... Uh, this movie bucks a lot of uh, pornography uh, tropes. Every porno trope is in this movie. Which is shocking. I mean, just in general. And tantalizing. Yeah, I mean, so... There's the a big, big stain on your couch. The so, big yeah. inciting... I mean, we got to get that cleaned later on, but... Uh, Some would say. The inciting, <laughs> the inciting incident of the plot is that a handyman comes over and says, I come over here to fix the TV box. And she's like, all right, come in. Uh, fix this TV box. Right, yeah, Brody's TV. That, yeah. Yeah, because that's... She's saying to Billy, like, oh, can you fix the TV? And he's like, just call Chief Brody. And she's uh, she's like, yeah, well, you call him, you know him. And he's like, well, I've done some work for him. Okay, I'll call him. But what we, oh, we yeah. get prefaced by that is that he's mentioned about a potential scholarship that would take him out of state to college. And she offhandedly oh, goes, yeah. oh, is it Nevada? I don't remember where it was. But she says, oh, that's where Julia's going, right? UNLV? Yeah, are going to be like at the chicken ranch, but... It's, uh, oh, you're both going there. Oh, okay. Well, I, I figured you'd you'd stay here and you'd finally start to help out around here. Cause, uh, yeah, didn't you say it's like you're going to get a job at the 
something like some I local mean, thing. I mean, we should just say Aunt Cheryl, uh, best supporting actress snob? Question mark. Uh, well, that goes without. Yeah, saying. Yeah, maybe a I Golden mean, Globe, not I an mean, Oscar, but. Uh, it was actually up for uh, Best Horror at the Saturn Awards. Actually, weirdly enough, I thought, just looking through my research, it was uh, nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Because uh, <laughs> everybody stopped fighting for a moment just to watch the movie and what would happen. <laughs> All the brothers and sisters have been fucking for years like, thank you! Uh, <laughs> uh, well, if, well, I mean, and their kids, if they could raise their arms or walk, would have, you know, joined, <laughs> joined, joined <laughs> flippers. <laughs> They would have joined Flippers in support of I the I think film. you just got us canceled. The Hills Have Eyes kids were very <laughs> elated when this movie came out. No, oh, my God. me. But so I, essentially... I do have to quick. You said The Hills Have Eyes. So uh, <laughs> on Friday night, uh, my girlfriend and I, uh, there's now a sex shop that's been built across the street from my place. Humble brag. Uh, Hustler. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's Hustler. So it's, called, it's called Humber brag. Uh, well, it's Hustler Hollywood, right? And so uh-huh. she came over, and we wound up walking to Little Drinks, and you know, bought some drinks. And you we said did you a... didn't want to go out. Well, uh, she paid, so that's why. Because I'm trying to save money, and uh, so. But then we had a couple of drinks in Austin. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Walked across to Hustler Hollywood, and uh, I, w- I looked through their DVDs. You're looking at the sex toys and DVDs, and one of the DVDs was called "The Whores Have Eyes." It's like, what? It's like the laziest title, like Hills, Hills, Whores. I will say most whores I met have had eyes. Well, I mean, you're paying too much then. I know, right? (laughs) That's why I can't afford rent in Austin. But I just thought it was funny. It's like, all right, what's a porn parody we can make? All right, how about something about demented genetic mutants in the desert? Perfect. Fat guys like the whores have eyes. Speaking of fat guys, when you walk into the store, there is a full floor to ceiling picture of uh, Ron Jeremy. No, no. Uh, oh, God, the guy who founded Hustler. Uh, what's his name? Jared from Subway? Uh, no, no. It, that would be smaller because he likes it, you know, a 12 oh, inches and less. Uh, 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 Larry Flint. Larry Flint. Larry Flint in a wheelchair, bloated old Larry Flint. There is a floor-to-ceiling mural of him when you walk into the store. It was the weirdest thing. It Did was, it have a stench? There was no one else in the store, by the way. It was Friday night. Oh, that's, she, that she is walked scary. into it. And, uh, Fun fact, my uh, my grandfather's name is Larry Flynn, and I accidentally looked up Larry Flint as a young boy. And was accidentally? Like, Holy shit. Are, are you still holding to that story you told your mom? <laughs> I mean... I was only Googling my grandfather. Which I is was also just trying to watch Goodfellas like anybody normally does. Jesus. Okay, back to the movie. So, Anyways. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Da, 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 the, oh, the TV repairman. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I, I, I don't know what is happening, but like, the aunt is uh, putting on nail polish uh, for her toenails. We don't know yet, but she's hatched a plan. She's hatched a plan because she wants to fuck a Brody TV guy. And well, no, no, she doesn't. Oh, she wants to fuck her nephew. And so, what she sp- explains later in the movie, I'll go ahead and say it is that she was going to make it so if she seduced the repairman and he came on to her and the nephew came home, when she was expecting him home around that time, Uh that she would pretend that he was attacking her and would kill him in front of her nephew. But the change was he turns out later, we learned, to be secretly gay, and that's why he was turning her down. I mean, that wouldn't be the only reason, my God. I mean, the weirdest thing is that Bo Spenson, uh, if he comes in here, he's like a gay detective. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean the detective turns out to be a big homophobe, but that's what her plan is. To, what? Like, that's why you can't leave me. You have to protect me. 
She says that later in the movie. I think you missed it. Whoa, I missed that. Yeah. But she so, comes in. But so she's putting on her makeup and she's she's definitely looking to seduce and she comes in guns ablaze. Does she know that he's gay? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, because okay. she wouldn't have picked him to be the one. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because okay. she wants to be caught in the act and then right, like right. scream rape. She pulls up her dress. And, oh, God. And yeah. all the moths fly out. And, yeah, a bunch of moths fly out. It yeah. becomes... Uh, and she gets out her titties, too. She's like... Yeah, she's topless in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm so and then, sorry. And then the nephew sees... Well, he's coming home because it's his birthday dinner. Yeah. She's making his favorite thing, and he walks up. He had a long internal debate whether or not he was 15 or 16, and he's 15. So he's he's going to turn 17, right? 16, yeah. Okay, oh, right, right. 16 turns 17. 16 turns 17. So he's yeah. walking uh, past the uh, window in the kitchen because he always goes through the back door which, yeah. for whatever reason. He's walking home from school, and uh, he oh, he sees her like with a knife in the guy's throat, in yes. the side of his neck. Because uh, he's like, no, lady. And she follows him into another room. Like, she's really coming on strong. He's like, no, 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 thank you. No, thank you. Yes. And, uh, and, and she stabs him. and A couple of times. And she's screaming. And he comes in. And he takes the knife out of her hand. And so she has a best friend who's like an Ethel Mertz. Yeah, who would have been played by Rachel Dratch if this was a skit on SNL. I mean, or I would have said, now, yeah. or us. Uh, we would have traded it every other scene. Yeah, it would have uh, been like that... Uh, uh, production of uh, Frankenstein where every they were you know in, in the UK when they were doing that play and yes. they were back and forth uh yeah but yeah so they th- that best friend and her husband come in with a birthday cake and they find her clinging to him he's covered in blood because she can't help but smear blood all over him because I guess maybe that's her plan literally on everything yeah yes even on the friend when she's like oh thanks for coming I'm like did you re-dab your hands and then like go back and yeah Hold on, let me put it in his guts uh, Thank like, you so much for coming. And yes. the the, the bodies right put next your to coats them. On like, the bed. I, I love how okay, this scene is crazy because I I, I think I said out loud I was like I hope the movie is the rest the movie is just this scene for the for the rest of it like because I mean this movie is. This movie's filled with scenes that are like the twenty seventh craziest scene. And it's like well, it, it's a minute. Every scene in. feels like it's the uh, the basement scene in Inglorious Bastards, where it's just <laughs> like, I guess this is going to go on for twenty minutes. Yeah, and where it feels like it, and then it, it kind of cuts it short, but it's still like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going to go on. This is crazy. So, okay, he, she kills the guy. The friends are there, and then we cut to the police. Because we all thought, like, oh, fuck, she's going to kill the friends. But then she plays it off with, like, the police are there. And the police are like, she says that uh, he was trying to rape her. And then she. Yeah, like, she. I'm sorry, I opened Instagram and it started playing a song. So go on. Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) No, I was just, I was riveted. But, but yeah, yeah. So she murders. Surely. Uh, <laughs> unlike most porno tropes, she sure. murders the Could TV you put no, I've, I've turned the volume down. So having... Having but, but, uh, the, the, she says that, uh, he, tr- he tried to rape her. She killed him in self defense. And the cops are immediately like, do you believe that? I don't know about that. And see, that's, yeah. I was confused about that at first. We're like, I don't think he tried to rape you. I thought it was like, you're ugly, was how I read that. So initially, I, I was, but but that guy knows something else. I mean, Bo is like on a, a so Bo Svensson. Bo Svensson. We should talk about for okay, a little bit. Nathan, go on at least let's say a 
35 minute monologue about Bo Svensson. I'll go for 12 minutes because I don't have that much on him. But, you know, the star of the Walking Tall movies, uh-huh. a big Tarantino like Tarantino cast him in Kill Bill Volume 2 mm-hmm. as the the preacher. Uh-huh. You know, this guy is just like a southern like Chuck Norris or your Charles Bronson. He's like your low rent Charles Bronson, but from the south. And this guy comes in with homophobia, like he makes Denzel Washington in Philadelphia look like he's uh, tolerable. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy comes in, and he's like, "All right, I figured out exactly what's going on here. Uh, this guy's a beep, and this guy's a beep, and that's why they beep." It, it's a, a like a Cockney slang for cigarette. If you're wondering what the word is, so. It's the other F bomb. It was so brazen. (laughs) It was so brazen. Is this movie could be titled Brazen? Brazen, (laughs) yeah. Because it felt like, yeah, like to your point, it's like, oh, he must have been gay because you're too gross. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. That and also, you look like a foot. He didn't try to. (laughs) So we talked about this. So I mean, did you look at what you're wearing? Uh, Bo Svensson is playing this role like he's fucking Harry Callahan. Yeah, like he's going to be the guy that cracks the case. It's crazy. He's just constantly out of the out of the gate. Yeah, everything he thinks his theories are all wrong. Yeah, completely. He so there's always that befuddled cop who has the whole case wrong in these slasher movies. Yeah. And Bo Svensson is playing it like he somehow got a script where he had it all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's playing it like this is his Dirty Harry movie, but set with uh, an ant. And, like, and and the befuddled cop, the sidekick, he's the one who had it right. Yeah, from the, the beginning. Time. Yeah. And who you'll recognize from uh, The Great Outdoors is the guy struck by lightning. That's, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I'm so happy to see him in this. See, my as, thought as was Silent Night, Deadly Night, because I'm a, I'm a holiday guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is yeah, the holiday yeah. season. The holiday season. And this guy... Like, like a good uh, uh, Christmas movie, like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, I, feel that's like, a, I feel like this is even more in your Venn diagram than Planes, what? Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, it, that's a great Christmas movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Silent yeah. I- it's, it's Wait, hold on. I got to say this. When he and I met, he, he, he and I argued... Because he was saying Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was a Christmas movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie. They're going back home for Thanksgiving. Christmas, yes. This no. isn't an argument. This no, is it is. a fact. He and I have had... Yeah, it's a fact. It's a Thanksgiving movie. I, I still think... It's written. I still think it's a it's, law. It's a Christmas movie because like, there's no Thanksgiving movie except for this movie. And If uh, you were in the hospital... Well, except for Scent of a Woman. <laughs> except for Scent of a Woman, which is set on Thanksgiving. Scent of a Wolfman, yes. The yeah, Halloween Scent of movie. Woman, Scent of a Wolfman is a great Halloween movie. Scent of a Woman is a... I'm t- turning into a Wolfman! It's a traditional Thanksgiving movie, just as Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a traditional Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Traditional. You forgot the taste. The judicial system. It's so long. Are you doing Carol business. Channing? I can't even the do it. Ju- okay. So... We do wait, where were we? impressions all day. Uh, Carol Channing's pickling business. Carol Canning. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh my god! So, Bo Svensson. Bo Svensson. Bo Svensson. Who is? He is just just trying to say. So, you think he raped you? Like she? Yes, he was trying to rape me. A Jerry Reed is Herman Munster vibe. It's like the way he's built. I'm telling you, this dude could look at a broken window and be like, "So, my theory is two gay guys did it." Yeah, his whole (laughs) thing is he's got it out for gay people, and so his whole thing is like discovering. Okay, well, so and so. The TV guy turned out to be gay because he had a ring 
that you, the basketball coach that are coaching the young boy, gave him because your initials are in it. And he's like, I want you to it's quit today. Like, so he's assuming that that guy, the basketball coach who turns out to be gay, yeah. oh, well, you know what? That means the nephew, the star of the movie, is gay and that he's you guys had a thing going on. pro of homophobia. Yes. <laughs> like, it, let me. Uh, well, so because he's homophobic, he doesn't have that mustache. That Poirot has normally. <laughs> well, which, he, by the way, can I say, Kenneth Branagh is great. Uh, those movies uh, are the worst fucking mystery movies I've ever seen. I I, I love Agatha Christie. Well, the mystery is that they all did it. Right, right, but I mean, they're just terribly. Yeah, isn't it like that no, the but entire just, time? Well, well no, Army no, just, Hammer uh, did it, I guess. Well, he ate everybody. I mean, yeah. Uh, which it's funny, like well, he really chewed the scenery. No, in but that so movie. that he's I mean, that he's, was he's, the one movie where I was like, don't chew the scenery, Arnie. But that army isn't in that army. Uh, what is it? A uh, cannibal movie that the group that made uh, Call Me all. by Your Name, yeah, Bones that, and All, yeah, yeah. So that he's not in it. It's like no, no, we don't want a real cannibal. But I'm just saying that uh, actually that movie is great. By the way, those, I already uh, saw it because I'm crazy. those new Kenneth Branagh, uh, Agatha Christie, Poirot movies are fucking awful. I haven't seen them because they look no. bad. Well, yeah, because they're also they they're shot mm. on all green screen. My like, highest... in the desert. That's why everything is so fucking flat. They're shot, and, and that's Wait, the, I thought some of these have been enough, made before. I thought I'm there just, was enough champagne to fill the Nile. To fill the Nile. Uh, that's the first time I realized she was a terrible actor. Uh, Gal Gadot. That's, yeah, that's still my highest rated Letterbox review. It's just like, what the fuck was that Cleopatra scene? I'll get like six likes a day on. Wait, that. six sex uh, sex? Oh, uh, sex, sex in the city too. Uh, yeah, Electric yeah. Boogaloo with Se- Liza Minnelli. Sex, uh, Liza Minnelli, and video, video drone, video drone. <laughs> Sex, Liza, Min- Liza Minnelli, oh, and video drone. Oh my god, Liza Minnelli and video drone. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Well, it's a new flash. <laughs> she was a brownish area with spots, and I loved her more than anything. You know, my mama, she's Judy Garland, and my papa, he was. Vincent Minnelli. They made me new flesh from their relationship. Papa was gay. And so, so Butcher I, Baker, Taylor Spy. Uh. Butcher Baker. The tiny, oh my God, that's so The man that <laughs> So... Oh my God. Unlike most pornos, oh. when the guy says, I need to fix your cable box... He actually means to fix the cable box again because she looks away. like a, she looks like a closed fist. We've already we've already killed him. So uh, Bo Stevens, Sev, so, Sev, Sev, but yeah, so he's caught with the holding the knife when the friends come over, and then suddenly, okay, well, cut to the Bo thinks that the kid did it. The, yeah, he thinks it's like oh, and, you're oh, the it one. It was a lover's quarrel with the cable guy. Yeah, and, and he corners them for about what seems like sixteen hours. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and like, all at the house, he's just like, "You fucking did it, didn't you?" Yeah. He's like, Here, turn around. And he's like, the kid's like, I guess he's like testing to see what his facial reaction is again after he asked him. So did you kill him? And he's like, "No." And he's like, mm, "Maybe, okay." And he's like drilling. Uh, the kid phrasing the, phrasing uh, <laughs> but like the the aunt is just we, we start to see her a little unhinged which yeah because she already seems weird but revelatory. she's finally like losing it and she's screaming and she's so loud he's like do you want to have a screaming contest with me because I'll I don't mind made him New York uh, you want to have a screaming contest with me because I'll win win <laughs> oh, I, I the demons 
So, but, but yeah, so, so, so he's got it out. He's got a theory. I yes. mean, that he said believes. this like 18 times while we watched the movie. I was like, man, he's got an energy. It's carrying this movie on. Yeah, you did have a big thing for Bo. Yeah, I'm sorry. A big no, no. You don't have to Bo. apologize. Just, I mean, don't ever apologize. I'm doing the for bear having... claw over here, but like you know, guys, are you liking this movie or what? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, okay. So we see scenes. Okay. Oh, let's talk about an awesome like first role for someone. So uh, Billy is at school and he's being bullied by a very very young another young basketball player. A young basketball player. player. Yahoo! Oh. Yahoo! He's okay. giving a little Texas Yahoo! Yahoo! Well, you don't have to build tension. Bill Paxton. Right? Yeah. He Bill Paxton auditioned for Billy's role, by the way. But they wanted this kid because he was known. By the way, he's not after this. Also, uh, Bill Paxton, I think, would have been... I wouldn't have believed that he would be helpless in this situation. Yeah. Bill Paxton would have fought back. Like a I think bit. even in, when he's playing a loser, like in this, or... Tr- I mean, when he's punched or, out, like, like in True, True Lies. Lies. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know that he's putting on. Yeah. Bill Paxton is a guy from the South that can handle himself. I mean, I that outtake where he punched uh, Gloria Stewart in Titanic. I mean, you know what a big man he is. I mean, the thing about... 80, fuck you. The thing about the cast of this movie is like, this is as good as a slasher movie cast has had, honestly. Outside of, like, literally the lead. Yeah. I mean... Wow, it's so quiet now and clear. Clear. <laughs> but... What were we talking about? Wait, wait, the cast is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cast is fantastic. So there, there's Bill Paxton. He's like a bully to him. and Well, and he's he's giving him a hard time and clearly implying that he thinks that Billy's gay. Billy and, and the coach that... are fucking around. Yeah. And uh, there's like a which, great... Yeah, both fences which... is on his own fucking trail of breadcrumbs. And they all lead to like fucking homophobe. Yeah, because it just turns like, out that just... the basketball coach is gay. Yeah. And for some reason, because Billy's not a douchebag... Uh, Bill Paxton is like, oh, you're gay with the coach. Because, I mean, all homophobe pieces of shit have been the same since the dawn of time. I guess They so, just finally yeah. don't have a voice. Uh, as, as much of a voice as they did. I mean, <laughs> there's that moment where we are introduced to Bo Svensson again, and he brings out a Latino man. Oh, my and God. And you were just like, Jesus Dragging him Christ. into the office by his hair and pulls a gun on him. And he's speaking Spanish like, where is your home And in he Mexico? never holds the gun away from him for, like, what feels like 27 minutes. And, and the Bobo cop comes in like, boss, are you busy? And he's like, what do you want? And the Bobo cop, uh, fucking Silent Night, Deadly Night. He yeah. plays the manager in that who. Right. There's, like, a weird, like, close-up of him being like, you're doing a good job, Scott, in the montage. <laughs> It's it's weird. There, there. Okay, let's let's talk about this other scene where Bo Svensson 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 Svensson. If you've taken Svensson, you can yeah. Part of a class. What is a class action lawsuit? If you feel feelings of homophobia, you must been taking Bo Svensson mesothelioma. You're part of. Have you seen those commercials? No. Okay. Commercials. Uh, I, I was commercials. alive for those commercials. Yeah, those commercials from way back in the day. It's like, uh, if you've taken this medicine, you're part of a class Pretty action sure lawsuit that in a hot has given people mesothelioma. My my grandmother and like my family still tell, ask me, like, did you see that commercial just recently? I'm like, 
what the fuck Starring are you Billy talking Bob about? Thornton, you're it like, stars, what the fuck? It stars Billy Bob Thornton. What is he in? And the ghost of Bill Paxton. And it's just so funny. Lois Benson is in this commercial? I only, I only see commercials that they become a thing like it's a campaign and you see it on the internet. Right. Okay. Bo's, Bo Fifi, Fufu. What is his name? Bo's Finson. Finson. Finton. Fufu? Fufu? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you are Polish. I guess you can't get to the Nordic names. So he... Those bastards. He visits Billy while Billy is practicing basketball outside of their house. And Bo just has it out for Billy. And this scene, like, Quentin Tarantino saw this scene. He's like, you know what? I want to do this scene, but I want to change the F word to the N word. Because... That's him watching any movie. Well... Bo he sat Spence, through a... Svensson says the F word so many times yeah. to, it's to Billy. Shocking. It's shocking. It's shocking in, in 2022 to keep time. hearing that word over and over again. Because yeah. that's just not something you hear anymore. It's like, so you must be an F, right? And it's like, so uh, how how is it being an F with your, your F and, and Literally uh, the next scene he's talking to his girlfriend. He's just like... Well, we, we know as the audience... well. I guess there is like sort of the way that the ambiguity, pers- a little bit ambiguity, but let's do a oh, sexuality. That's right. Because he, he, he and his girlfriend have not had sex. That's right. That's right. It's a classic, all the right moves, but, but I mean, it could be, yeah. I mean, you're young and you're nervous and maybe it's just that habit. And also if your aunt that you live with and raised you was in love with you and maybe preventing you from wanting to explore those feelings because yeah. she's telling you it's wrong. Well, so when that scene is happening, the aunt is like in the background of the scene, and she's like, "What are you doing over there?" Uh, like she's trying to tell Bo, to, like, s- like to piss off or something like that. You pig! You pig! I fucking I I, 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 I got raped! I got raped! And it's it's cr- okay. Let's finally talk about uh, the fact that this movie is fucking insane. Well, what's this movie's deranged. What is her name again? Julia Duffy? No, not Julia Duffy. Uh, Suzanne Tyrell. You Susan mean, Tyrell. Oh, you mean Aunt Cheryl? Aunt Cheryl. We all have an Aunt Cheryl, right? I mean, in name only. I've never had a Cheryl. Uh, yeah, I've never had an aunt like this. Uh, uh, do you? Guys, I may have to opt out of this podcast. Uh oh. Quickly. Biased. A little bit biased. You, know, um, you guys. Brought you up did seem in that sweater. You seem biased. Hey, I mean, I'm trying to project it, but like, you're not picking up any of my signals. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, <laughs> Susan Tyrell. This performance she gives as the aunt. Join the Patreon. I <laughs> fuck another guest. Oh my god! Uh, Not another. The the uh, the, uh, the this performance is a tigress, nonetheless. <laughs> this this movie it, she is insane in this movie. That's the thing. It's like, so I know her vaguely because she's been in some things that I've definitely seen, and I, I'm aware of her yeah. and. I am transfixed by this actor. Like, who are you? Like, I want to know more about her. What else has she done? Because I, I, a handful of movies I've seen her in. Yeah, but like, yeah. who are you? Because she seems like she's one of those actors. When you watch it, you're really confused. Are you acting? acting? Are you crazy? Like, right. For, for an audience member to have that question, you must be the best goddamn actor so around. Two see- types of performance in this movie. Sure. You have somebody who's going full gonzo like Susan Tyrell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking going just for it. She's like, this is my 
this is my Friday the 13th. This is my fucking like, this is my psycho. This is my, I, I'm playing the crazy mother. And you have both. She's, Benson. I think she's thought she's like, this is my fucking network. Yeah. No, I mean, she's, she's, yeah. She's definitely like a uh, Peter Finch or Al Pacino. She is at full volume for most of the movie. And it it's not grating. It doesn't seem like, it doesn't diminish her performance. It's very rare to see somebody and it's, operate at that level. It's also very odd, oddly controlled. The way that like she handles it's, herself. It's thoughtful. She's yeah. not just being loud or crazy. Yeah. She's clearly thought through so every clarify, single thing. This is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. It's like she has clearly thought through every motivation her character has because she has such control. And there's levels to what she does. It's not all at eleven. She's also slowly going crazy. And then, the movie. which doing that in a movie is, when you're not, it looks like a stage play is one thing where you get to sort of unravel. But to, like, yeah, but to do it out of order, out and of just, order, and it? there's nothing in those scenes where you watch it and like, oh, she seems different in that, and she's not matched. It's like she is a person. Yes, has and, really like she knows the the word so then, well. She and knows then, the word, the script, whatever. But she's done it beautifully. Yeah. And then like, you have Bo Svensson, who is giving like what he thinks to be like a Burt Reynolds as a cop performance. Totally. But yeah. then he's, totally. He's, he's but what he's giving is like a late era Gary Busey performance where you're like, is he fully lucid? Like what's going on here? <laughs> you know, where he is just saying the, yeah. the other F bomb. You know what he feels times. like? He feels like Jerry Reed. You know that actor? He's in some of those Yeah. Yeah. He feels a bit like a Jerry Reed, Burt Reynolds, like that vibe. And they plucked him out of a movie where he's the hero and dropped him into a movie with more, and I, it's weird to say this, but nuance. more nuance. Yeah, yeah. for and sure. And I think in a movie like this, it's weird to say nuance because we don't do a lot of movies with nuance. No. But to, to take him out of a movie that's a, like a Smokey and the Bandit kind of vibe and drop him into this is like, oh, in a way, it feels like we're commenting on the fact that that kind of a belligerent masculinity yeah, yeah. is bad. And to and, say that at that time is insane. And he's on his own like homophobic trail breadcrumbs the entire movie. And I love that. I love that he walks all the way through the film with an idea, this is what happens, and it, we're showing his prejudice, not just with that, but with him, that Hispanic guy, bragging him in with his hair. It's like, oh, the movie has a point of view, and it's that this guy is bad. Mm -hmm. And I honestly... You know, we don't see that a lot in movies made from this era. Yeah. And I'm very surprised and pleased that this movie, again, like, I know William Asher directed it. I don't really know the writers, but, like, they clearly were on the same page about, all right, this kind of attitude, homophobia and racism, and we're putting that I mean, in the negative. So in the same way... But totally cool. Yeah. With what incest. Is, but, but that's the thing. is like, okay, so in a way, obviously the ant's the villain... But this guy's also a villain, and he gets his comeuppance, too. I mean, this it's, is a compelling film. Just n nonetheless, like, oh, yeah. from watching it, it's just such a compelling film. I mean, we, we talked about, like, man, you know, this movie, the script, like, what were they thinking? I mean, it's just, it, it's printed on LSD. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's but like, it, frankly, it's like a TV movie, but it has heft. It has weight. Yeah. Yeah. Because where, where they end up going with this is that they, um, the... The 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 aunt also has like a sh she starts like clearing out the attic because for room yeah, for him because it's kind of like she, okay well you can have your him, own space upstairs yeah she wants him to stay there because he she doesn't she want him to go to college she has at least like fifty seven like giant boxes full of like documents of, and like shit. and she's burning of, like, for some reason I loved your father 
Well, so that's what we learn. Here's is that she, plot twist. She also ends up having like a whole shrine to his father. Right. So the kid, uh, when he, he uh, goes up the stairs to peek around, even though she tells him not to, and he yeah. sees some pictures, and then he falls down the stairs. And she Which finds he did his it. own stunt, by the way. I read that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not easy. It, I mean, that's I think the that most that this actor has done for this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's the most exertion. It, it's really like the biggest failing of this movie is that, like, if you had a compelling actor as the lead, oh, oh yeah, fucking god, oh totally. But but so he uh, falls at the bottom of the stairs. She rushes to help him, and she sees that he has found a couple of pictures, and he's like, "Who is that?" And she's like. Oh, some loser your your mother dated, and then that's kind of the end of it. And yeah. she doesn't answer more questions. To she which just you guys were like, "Wait, he's never seen his father before." <laughs> yeah, because I thought, "Wait, is that a picture?" Because right? honestly, the guy who plays the dad who dies in the beginning of the movie, I don't remember what he looks like. He's he's very generically he's like white vaguely white guy with black hair in from the seventies. Yeah. yeah, there's a look. Yeah, but so you know, it's directing the eighty one, but yeah. Well, it's still it's one of those things like every decade lasts for a few more years than we remember. Exactly. Like the nineties really didn't start until what, ninety three, ninety four? Everything else. So, I, yeah. For me, I guess uh, culturally the start of the nineties was Jurassic Park. Sure, yeah. Which you were uh, not a born yet. Uh, uh wow. Oh Wait, my god. Call me out. Even my young girlfriend is older than you. <laughs> Even this my is all young very girlfriend depressing. is older than me. <laughs> So I don't have a girlfriend. Uh, oh, so we single I'm ladies. Sure no All women are listening. To this. Oh yeah, ladies. you know a bunch of women are listening to this that I'm not related to. <laughs> Even Emma told me it's like, I love you. I, I don't listen to that anymore. It's I like, mean, yeah, you got me. You don't have to listen to it anymore. <laughs> I thought we were about to have a butcher baker Taylor uh, me. Pa- Taylor's by me. Well, Taylor. I mean, I am famously by. So watch yourself. Oh God. Famously so, by. Yeah, famously. I, oh. I have a, a star on the Hollywood Cock of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I fucking hate this show. So right, I so fucking all, I hate this I'm show, too. I'm glad that y'all invited me for the last episode. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. We were almost Crash, 200, but this is it. Crash in the tan. But, but, yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Oh. Now... Um, oh, wait, so, yeah, what she, happened? She, she has a shrine to the 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 husband, All right, the, the so, dad. So she's she's very upset because the the nephew is still insisting I'm going to leave because I'm going to go on the scholarship. I want to go to Stanford. Yeah, this this basketball scholarship, and so they have a fight, whatever. And uh, Stanford she, has a really good basketball she's team. She's carrying things that she pickled on a tray to this uh, sort of barn she, she thing. Under that's that's earlier lunch. in the movie. We, we're we're past. No, that. But, she, like, we're, but I mean, when she finds the because she she's still carrying stuff when she goes to find the body as a shrine. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's yeah, carrying yeah, a, yeah. a jar of uh, butter pecan or so whatever the, it is. So the thing butter about pecan? Aunt Cheryl yeah. is that the thing about Aunt Cheryl it's, is that she's blue. a horny queen. Like she really just wants to get fucked. That, she does, but no, just by her nephew. Just by her nephew, because well, we'll find out. Yes, but so so she she Ooh. well she goes to the shrine and it turns out oh my god the picture of that guy is the same guy and she's lighting candles and stuff which is very uh, Friday Friday Thirteenth Part Two, hundred percent yeah so uh what percent hundred percent percent ten percent that's it ten percent of that yep that's it. Uh, so, but so oh she, that's a, that's the first real confirmation we have of the movie that she's 10%. she's keeping secrets. We know for sure, but when we see that, it's the the director confirming for us. Yes, yes. she has a secret. Yeah, something's going on, and so th- we can 
Well, you get little, she starts like, shredding documents like she's Howard Hunt before the Watergate investigation. Like, <laughs> Howard like, Howard Hunt? Howard Hunt? Howard Hunt, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Howard Hunt. I'm, I'm willing to bet that your <laughs> viewers are just like, Howard Hunt? You don't understand Watergate? No, our, view, our, our listeners have uh, driven into oncoming traffic. <laughs> that... I mean that's fair. Or they're folding laundry. One of those two things. One of those two things. You guys had me over for this, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. Um, So wait. So let's. We can probably land this plane a little bit faster. Oh yeah, really? Because we already. Because it's actually it's a lot of a slower burn than I was expecting it to be. The actual story is pretty quick. Well, but because. It, it's all about her just seeing her unhinged mm. scene by scene and then finally like letting loose where the last 30 minutes or last like 15, 20 minutes of the movie, she finally so she's cuts been off. Poisoning. She's been poisoning. She's been poisoning Billy. Because uh, she doesn't want him to get his she basketball pulls scholarship. Six right. So yeah, so we go to the she's sensing him. basketball yeah. game and he collapses. She takes him home. She's like, oh, you've been sleeping on and off for 14 Realize hours. He was dead all along. And, and he wakes up in this room in the, the attic the that attic, she built yeah. for him that's just his childhood toys and things. Like she's, she describes as his apartment. Yes. His Which, future apartment. What it is is she's mm. in, weirdly, the extra layers are she's infantilizing him, but she's also desiring him. Because he looks like his dad, who turns out... So she's bringing him things, and when she goes back downstairs, she wakes up, and he gets up and walks into her bedroom, and he finds this box that she showed him with some personal things. Oh, yeah. And he goes into it and finds letters, and it turns out the picture he saw was not her... It's not her his mother's boyfriend. Well, it's her boyfriend, and it turns out he is her son, really. And so... She had the kid. The guy like left her. Yeah, and he or, and uh, she decided, well, I'll give my son to my sister and her husband, and then she wanted him back, and so I she mean, killed them. That's right. By break, yeah. cutting the brakes. Yeah, we're we're skipping over like a huge part, which I did. Is but very, we're not going to get there. Very so easy to do with this movie, which is like a weirdly complex work. Yeah, that y'all, y'all brought me over for. I was like. Jesus Christ! I'm watching last year, last year at Marion Bad. Like, what's is, going on? This here? is the last temptation of Christ. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. No, but uh, the the entire portion where he wa- she watches him sleep with her. Oh, that's right. We forgot. So, oh, with the girlfriend. Yeah, oh, he, him trying. To, yeah, that's which right, is that's right. like weirdly important. Well, he film. tries to. He tries, but to. they don't have sex. He's a two pump chump. But so the, the, one of the the, uh, this, the cop that turns out to be the one that knows what's going on is waiting outside and he finds that, okay, they were busted by the ant and they didn't have sex. Um, when he busted. Right. They, they, they were busted. And so uh, it turns out that the ant, like, hey, don't do that. And how dare you? And that's, I think, her final trigger, like her turning point. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, like, you're going to leave me. You're gonna leave me, and then she cuts off her wig, and uh, and she has her real hair now. Yeah, and and she yeah she looks like Pat Benatar a little bit, but like uh, Pat Benatar no. left on a radiator. This uh, there is you a go. Hard movie to describe without feeling like you were left on a fucking radiator. This is a hard movie to describe when you're drunk. Okay, uh, uh drunk or <laughs> what? Okay, right. I understand you're looking at me and I'm drunk, which I am. <laughs> but Jesus, goddamn tap dancing Christ. Yes. The fact that uh, you have this entire friend subplot where there's this friend who's taking all of her pickled foods 
Oh, the, the the couple from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah so like, because so she, they're so intrinsically linked to the entire film. Right. It's it's so crazy that uh, you they, because you again when you see them at the very beginning when she kills the the TV guy the TV repairman you I automatically automatically thought that the aunt was going to kill the friends but they're alive and so the friend is still coming over just kind of like hey how are you doing and. Then there's this this whole sequence where she comes over to uh, see them, and then uh, Billy drinks some of the poison milk and collapses. They pull him upstairs, and the friend is like, "Do you need anything else? Can I help you out?" And uh, the aunt's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And uh, literally, it, she, like, but she walks downstairs, and but she still hears everything. And the aunt's like, "Oh, she's such a fucking busybody. She doesn't know that I fucking love you, and I want to die, dick." And uh, she like hears all these things, and the friend's just like, "Oh fuck, something is really bad." And so the friend hides in a closet, and the 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 aunt goes downstairs, and she's like talking to herself all crazy, like, and uh, and she's like. The the uh, she's trying to call someone. I forget exactly what's. Oh, she uh, she speaks with the mother of Ju- Julia, the uh, the the girlfriend who earlier she fucking beat over the head with a mallet that she was like a. a oh, it's a, a meat tenderizer. Meat tenderizer. Yeah. We thought like she just killed a fucking girl because there was blood all on the inside of the fridge. Yeah, yeah which I mean, was also really pla- that was played for, that for big last. Reveal. Yeah, that was that was that kind of because she has a shawl on and she tries Honestly, to wipe the inside. Yeah, of the yeah. Fridge. Honestly, this movie's great. Yes, yeah. I know Nathan, why we're talking we, about this. This is like a no this. questionable like. We're just talking about every scene as much as possible. Okay? I mean, that's fair, but that's much should, as possible. Y'all we want a three-hour episode. So, like a hundred percent, y'all are listening to this and being like, oh, I don't know if I need to watch. All that. two of you are listening. to this. Night <laughs> warning. Hey, we're popular. Butcher <laughs> Baker, Taylor Spy. Yeah, it, I, I mean. Look, if we're not one of the most popular shows on this network of doors, what is what is the network called? Um, Hold on, he got this. Hold on, watch him. He's thinking. One of we love video. Oh my god! Which, by the way, I'm disappointed that it's what's going to be all volunteer. Oh, we love video. Or I, I I didn't tell until Tessa posted something. I didn't know. I I was all on board for it. Oh, okay, we're okay. We're doing that. I'm just fucking with you. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Are they a sponsor? This episode brought to you by We Love Video. Uh, we do love it. We do love it. I and love video. We'll work for free all the time. And that's what I've been doing for years. Here on <laughs> WWWKXR. Um, so, uh, the friend, uh, uh, what happens? She tries to leave and she runs into the, the Bobo cop. Yeah. And. Uh, oh no 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 no! no, no. She's uh, no, that's not that's not true. Sorry. No, no. So she, she goes into a Cape Fear type situation. She's she's going through the whole goddamn uh uh, uh garden. Oh, oh the, the friend she's running through the marsh or whatever. Yeah, she's like the marshes, and she's it like, looks like the woods in uh, Pumpkinhead. Yes, it looks. It, it's shot the same way. I, I mean, we know. Exactly you know exactly what I'm talking about? What yes. you're talking about. And I know what y'all yeah. are. The blue the, lighting the and everything. Yeah. That, the fact that Pumpkinhead did not show up is shocking. That is so crazy accurate what you're talking about. <laughs> I cannot explain I, to you I, how much I, I understand what you're saying what right you now. Guys are talking about and so, what you guys are talking about is pump, American Giallo It is right fucking Pumpkinhead. It's very American Giallo, though. So it is. But she... Um, is running around because she's freaked out by her the the friend the, yeah. the aunt and the I aunt, would have left so much earlier and the aunt comes out 
of the woods with a goddamn machete. And she's like, and she guts the friend. Yeah. She cuts open her stomach. I'm surprised that this movie did not take the chance to show some like intestines I thought, falling Yeah, out. I thought we were going to see guts. I wanted to see guts. You wanted it to be more video nasty. I wanted to be more video nasty. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I take what I can get. But, um, yeah, yeah. so the friend dies, which is unfortunate because... You know, that means that, you know, we're you and off. I won't. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have a I've probably said this before, but we should just mention that Bo Svensson is giving like a Gary Busey oh, late know. era performance. You've, you've already said this. Just... I know. Nate, it's Nathan, just, it's insane. Nathan, you got to shut up now. Come on now. About that <laughs> okay. OK, so uh, then Bobo uh, cop. Uh, he Bobo Bo Svensson, not not Bobo Svensson. Oh, you mean the uh, Great Outdoors guy? Yeah, Great Outdoors. He comes over. And Grease Lightning. We'll he is so the girlfriend is uh, alive. We yeah, we, find we, out. we see her wake up they, in the basement next fucking... next to a headless corpse. Yeah. that we assume is the uh, gentleman the, from the, the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so she's like they're in the Evil Dead shed, and uh, and the ant is about to fucking kill her. And then the cop comes out of nowhere is like, Julie? And Julie doesn't say anything. Yeah, she's like, the fucking bitch is right there. No, she didn't say anything. And so he walks in and he reaches to, it's one of those pull lights. Yes. uh, Yeah. And so he puts his hand out to do that. As soon as the light comes on, machete to the hand, it looks terrible, actually. It looks really bad. The special effect does. Honestly. It's it's actually the one special effect that looks terrible. But it was actually Because if you could take off the head in that fun way, couldn't you do it in a hand? Come on. It's a real hand Come jab. On. Come on. Come on. You got to do the better hand. Uh, what, are you, you, what are you doing? You got to do the better hand. You got to do a better hand. Al Pacino is Rain Man. <laughs> I need my sleep. You got to do a better hand. Definitely, definitely better hand. Uh, this, uh, this whole city's a pussy that's about to get fucked. <laughs> what you know, because uh, it's a, uh, what's it? Uh, devil's, Scarface. De- devil's Advocate? No, oh. Scarface. Oh. I'm a fan of man. Anyways. Well, that just blew out the speakers. But uh, so uh, she cuts off his hand. She nails him in the neck and Julie runs out with the machete. Yeah. And so and it's also great because they attack each other and uh, Julie pulls off the machete from her hand, pulls yeah, it out. That's right. And and we do see a great shot of the hand letting go of the light. We do see that. That's really well, Yeah. That was the so, one practical effect was like, yeah. uh, that's because uh, it's also it. just. Okay, well, we can't see the full hand, and it's the actor right. doing that, right? Letting go. So, like the 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 aunt and the the Julie have a whole scuffle in like a pond, and it's like fucking intense. It's Cape Fear. It's fucking Cape Fear. And then the aunt bashes her fucking head with a rock. With a rock. They're like, Jesus Christ, she killed and, her fucking again. And she makes full contact. So yeah. we assume it's like a, a foam rock or whatever, but it looks good. Yeah, we're, it looks good. We're not talking about the big twist of the movie, which I saw coming at least from the beginning. Which was that? Do tell. The biological mother. We already talked about it. Okay. We oh. <laughs> uh, guys, this is a very. By the way, the uh, Nathan, just aunt. Nathan just joining us. Nathan just joining us. Hey, I, uh, hey, is this a Zoom room open? Look, she's already the mom. We we know that. Wait, Zoom room open? Is that what you say to girls when you meet them? <laughs> Uh, it's just Zoom Room only, open. Only at Tigris. I'm it's just Zoom Room Texas. open. Oh, yeah. So uh, Nathan's single. If anybody wants to have oh, a go, God. and I am taken. If anybody wants to have a go, not until later tonight, buddy. All right. Oh, all right. 
good. God, this is Sunday. So sorry, I'm wearing the bisexual uh, scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting I'm getting vibes off of the the sweater. How could you not? Yeah. So, so knives in. Oh my god! Because he's got oh the knives god, out he's sweater. He's the knives out sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to do Chris Evans over here. Chris Evans in that new Ryan Gosling movie. Uh, that's what holy you fu- shit. That's, that's what you're fucking gray doing, man. You're doing the gray man meets knives out. You're doing gray knives or the gray knives, legacy. Knives the gray man. supremacy. You're doing knives. The man. gray legacy. Okay. So, uh, then we have a scuffle in the house. Oh, oh so the, uh, Billy, um, Oh, Billy, he, Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh, that was you. That was me. Uh, yeah. oh, someone boy. over here. Oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. Okay. Boy, it's so <laughs> he's going to try to call a not 911. <laughs> he's trying to call something because it's way more than nine and one and one. Yeah. And uh, and then you that was a great like not necessarily uh, 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 what's it called a jump scare, but it's more just like a great shot where a hand comes in to put her finger on the, uh, the, the phone. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The I called that as hand, it happened. What is it called? The, the handle, the, the thing that you put the phone, the on. receiver, the receiver. Remember before cell phones, you millennials existed? look, you zoomers. I'm older than you. I know we can, um, we can tell, both but I don't know the words. Um, I know what you're talking about. So, Ooh. she comes in and starts choking <laughs> him like crazy. And then, okay, her acting in this scene is so crazy. She's unhinged. Feral. She's so feral. Her acting in every scene, though, she's really fucking but, good. Well, but this scene in particular, she... But her losing a, it is amazing. Her losing it is so losing fucking it. nuts. Where she is like, it's just going to be you and me. And she is just like caressing and choking him and at pouring, the same like, time milk down his throat the poison milk oh that my made him god sick. yeah when she's that was early him that was a little well, we didn't mention that no she, she does that his, again she licks his throat oh that's right oh my god oh my yeah god, we screamed right. about it that's right so she like pouring milk all down his like fucking uh chest. Guys, this is a good movie yeah <laughs> it's a it's good a movie. Really it's fucking a good movie. Good and then movie. he gets a butter knife and she's he stabs her in the tit and just as she starts to oh, and, and, and succumb to her wound, uh-huh. she slides down. And what does she do? One last little She gives kiss. him a big, wet kiss on the a mouth. A big, like. And then Bo Svensson looks over and says, like, bunch of fucking. Okay. <laughs> I don't really feel like editing it this much. Uh, well, I wasn't editing it. <laughs> he was editing for you. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. So. Uh, I mean, you was just like, yo, Bo, Bo Svensson had like a really weird line where he said, you know, that fucking, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so one of the most homophobic movies I've ever seen. It's, in my it really life. is. It's crazy. Uh, so makes the- Cruisin look like Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it makes Tom Cruise look, uh, no, what? Oh, no. Uh, interview with, uh, beep. So... <laughs> Uh, Aunt Mom is dead. Maybe. And Billy is walking away, just kind of traumatized. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Aunt Mom's alive. And she is like trying to go after him and don't hit the microphone with the goddamn glass. Or the glass. And so. Definitely, he, definitely. Uh, she's about to come at him with, a, uh, with the knife yeah. uh, that she was stabbed with. And he has the uh, 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 poker from. Yeah, a fire uh, poker. Fire poker. And she, he impales her 
She finally dies. There's still like a few minutes of the movie. Yeah. And Julie, so we, we, oh, Julia, uh, she comes up with the, what, the, the extra another cop. No, no, but not yet. So then we do a fade out. The cops have showed up because the best friend has been seen on the side of the road. And like she's dead. The cops come into the house. And that's right. Remember, Billy calls his coach. And that also that's leaves right. some ambiguity. Like you're close to the coach. But why are you calling him about this? Right. Because the cop implies that they've had a sexual relationship that's that we never right. confirmed. But I so the, the, co- the coach was the, there. The coach comes there <laughs> I mean, and he's the helping. The cop implies that everybody has a sexual relationship. Well, that's true. Relation. I mean, like, 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 like Bo Svensson was oddly correct in yeah, a way. Like, yeah, I mean, like, Bo yeah, Svensson like, called me out and was like, he, you have a sexual connection. Yeah, he's, he's, like, like, he's just being a prick about it. He's like, yeah. you have a sexual connection. Like, I mean, yes, but well, you okay. know what? Uh, Queen Elizabeth and uh, the Pope—they got a thing. I mean, the craziest like, part what, was what, when, what are you talking about? When I, I just Benson, know. like called you out. I, I was I was well, pretty shocked by it. it well, it's... I mean, even from the past, we can all tell. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he calls the coach. The coach is there attending to Billy's wounds, and the cops show up into the house, and it's Bo leading the way, and he's like, "All right, uh, this is what happened." Uh, blah blah blah. And and uh, but while he's saying this, uh, one of the cops has Julia Duffy. And he pulls her up, and she's like, oh, she did it. I saw her kill so-and-so and so-and-so. And And he's like, hey, boss, should I go check out this? And he's like, no, I don't care. Take her to the hospital. Oh, go to the – he wanted to go to the basement because, like, there's a body in there. Yeah, yeah. And so he's like – he doesn't care because he's already decided this is what it is. Yeah. And so he pulls a gun on the cop, and he pistol whips – or, excuse me, the coach pistol whips the coach. Yes. And the coach falls, and then – uh, they wrestle for a bit, and the, the gun lands next to Billy, and Billy picks it up. And we're like, oh, my God, what's about to happen here? And it's like, you know what? You're going to get it. And he pulls the gun on him. And goes, you're not going to kill me. And he shoots. It's like, Billy, give me the gun. He, yeah. Give me the he gun. Kill, he shoots the cop three times, two in the front, one in the back. And he has, like, a dirty, hairy gun. And, like, it's yeah. huge. And, like, blows the uh, bow's fence, fence to the thin. So he collapses. The, uh, the cop that was with Julia Duffy, a beat cop, Comes in, he, he has his gun drawn, and he goes, oh, my God. And he then looks at what's going on, and Julie Duffy says, oh, blah, 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 blah. oh, no. And she runs over and hugs him, and then the cop withdraws his gun. Yeah. Which, to me, was like, a, oh, yeah, we all know Bo is a piece of shit. It kind of yeah. felt like, the, yeah, it the really other did. cop is just like, yeah, yeah he Unspoken. deserved it. And then the movie ends a on a still of Them Billy's crying. face uh, with her crying next to him. And then it, we do the... Uh, God, what is it? Uh, Animal House scroll of like what happened to everybody, and it's like oh, he was right. acquitted. At, the American Graffiti. Scroll. Yeah, it's like he was acquitted uh, for temporary insanity on the murder of the cop. Yeah, it's like they were acquitted at the uh, with in temporary. And, then, and now they're both and now they're they're attending the University, the University of Denver. Denver yeah. oh, and then that's it. And that's it. That's uh, Butcher Baker, Tinker Tory Soldier Maker, Maker Spy Spy. The Winter Soldier, part <laughs> six. Uh, I guess that brings us to the next segment, uh, recycling, where we take elements of this movie and hopefully turn it into something better. Yeah. So, uh, Nathan, your first episode, do you have anything off the gate, or out of the gate, excuse me, uh, that you think would make this a better movie? I mean, what's crazy that you guys are asking me right now is that <laughs> if you could make this a better movie, which you can't. Well, look, we, yeah, but, we've had uh, plenty of movies like this, but there, there is always a better way. Hundred percent. You need a more intriguing protagonist. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's like that's the number one. Like out of the gate. I mean, I would have heard of this movie if there was a better protagonist. Hmm. Um. I mean, we talk about a million different people. We've talked about Al Pacino a lot this podcast. 
Timothy Chalamet. Honestly, though. I, everyone's eyebrows raised when I said mm-hmm. that name. Everyone was like, oh. 2013. Like, all Timothy the ants in the house were like, I'd fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> it I would mean, make more sense, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, but everybody else is cast impeccably. The only thing I, I think yeah. could be, and, and I wouldn't, because I love the movie as it is, but yeah. the only thing I could think that, like, all right, what would be a, a different way to tell the story? Is something akin to uh, the little girl that lives down the lane. You know that movie? It's it's uh, Jodie Foster in one of her early films when she's a kid. Oh my god, Bugsy Malone. But, but but so but so her her she lives in some small town that her dad moved her to with him uh, because uh, they had a divorce. Uh-huh. Uh, her mother and and him, and she lives in England. She doesn't want anything to do with her daughter, and he was dying, and he doesn't want the mother to get any sort of parental rights. So he decides, all right, I have enough money yeah. to live for for you to live X amount of time or years for this time. And you can only live until 26. But so he he dies and she has to bury she has to hide the body in the basement. And so she's living in this town while her father, the writer, is like, oh, he's always busy. He's always writing or whatever. This is a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Martin Sheen's in it. It's great. What? Yeah. Uh, he plays a pedophile. Uh yeah, what? Who comes around the house sniffing around trying to molest Much her? Much like the dead zone. What? Yeah, but but she's always pretending. Oh, my dad's gone, or my dad's out of town. And this one older woman, whose son is a pedophile, played by Martin Sheen, comes around the house thinking something's amiss, and he comes around trying to hurt Jodie Foster. Uh-huh. But basically, she's pretending he's alive so she can live out the next few years with all the money he left her. And so she goes into town to buy groceries, things like that. But the idea that. If this movie, in fact, were more of a psycho situation, but sure. it's the young boy and it's his aunt who has died after he already lost his parents and he couldn't process the trauma of that. Mm-hmm. So when his aunt makes an appearance, it's him playing his aunt. He's like hallucinating her. And so the murders Ooh. that happen around him are him protecting as the aunt, but the aunt is protecting him uh, by I letting see. another person inside. Right, right, right. And so when we do find the body at the end, it's a full psycho thing. It's the ant. She died years ago. Right. And so nobody knows, and that's why everybody thinks he's kind of weird, is because it's like nobody quite knows her, and it's because she's a weirdo and she's reclusive. Right. But it's because, you know, he's the ant. Because he can't stand to be left alone again. Nathan is so bored by this reception. I, I'm, just, I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Really, I'm really trying to find a way that this movie could be better. Look, the uh, only the only thing I can think of is that you said the daughter of the the director is making shit right now. Oh right? yeah, Rebecca Asher. She should remake this, and this is my idea: was to have Gary Oldman play the, the aunt. kid. Well, everybody, everybody, have it be he plays a, a Eddie, Have it be an Eddie Murphy joint where Gary Oldman plays all the roles. Get Rick Baker out of retirement. Get Rick Baker, yeah. fucking rock and roll. And and make this you can rock and roll anytime. Uh, the craziest thing in the world, where Gary Oldman is saying f bombs left and right. He wants to fuck himself as a kid, and uh, oh, and yeah. it's just his head on a an actual child actor's body, like uh, like that Celine Dion movie. Oh yeah, there's some Celine Dion movie about Wait, Celine Dion, a movie about Celine Dion that came out uh, in in French. <gasps> and that's it's, right, I know about this. The actress playing her adult her, it's their head superimposed over a child's no. face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. We should watch that, and we should also watch Sia's uh, movie called uh, Music. Music. Oh, God. Come on. 
Let's. We'll donate some money to a charity for watching that bullshit. Not she... the one that's Sia. Not yeah, not, not Sia's <laughs> charity. Because no. it turned out she's involved in the wrong one. What's the name of the kid from Room? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, da- he's in Doctor Sleep. Trembly. And... Yeah, uh, Trembly. Let's get Trembly in here. That's too young. <laughs> well, we'll be. You could say that a lot of people would be too young. I mean, he, I not mean, the ant. <laughs> hmm. Add, hmm. add, add four years more to it. You got, you got Tremblay now. Boy, that sounds like something you say to a cop. Hey, you know, add four more years and it's hey. illegal. Not Bo Stinson, hey, though. I'm He'd sorry. Be like, oh, hey, my God. Blah. But so trash, I mean, <laughs> trash takeaway. Nathan, what did you learn from this movie? What's your takeaway? Bo Svensson really doesn't like gay people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did learn that. I wonder if that's true. Outside I mean, of the movie. I mean, I mean, probably. Uh, Bo Spenson, we're calling you out, you homophobe. He wasn't even acting. He was just like, he just showed up on set like, hey, say this. I was like, I already yeah, said you were saying a lot things. of slurs. So you mind if we uh, put you on camera? Just just <laughs> go. Just go. I mean, honestly, like, you, you think about that script, it just doesn't make sense. The amount of breadcrumbs he's following that aren't related yeah. to the plot and more right? related to prejudice. What did you learn? I learned that... Um, that, that Susan Tyrell mm-hmm. is a criminally underrated actress. Yeah. And I did, be, not, yeah. I did not know that... Because uh, I remember her from Crybaby. That's the only thing I think I've seen her in. Okay. Maybe I've seen her in a couple other things, but I just didn't notice her. But like... So I, you've I never re- seen The Forbidden Zone? No, I've never actually seen The Forbidden oh, yeah, Zone. Fair enough. But um, remembering her from Crybaby and seeing this as like her starring vehicle, I... I'm sh- like I, I was thinking about it like holy shit what if like fucking Jack Nicholson and Susan Tyrell were in a movie together playing like brother and sister and like or or Bonnie and Clyde uh like it would a have been middle-aged and elderly well an, an elderly Bonnie and Clyde well no just like if they played Bonnie and Clyde instead mm. of uh of Warren Beatty and uh what's her face Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. She and would slap the hell out of you. I believe they were in the original cut of Lost in America, directed by Albert Brooks. So she's Albert Brooks, and Jack Nicholson was, uh, what's her face from Airplane? <laughs> I, yeah, uh, she she is revelatory. Peter Graves. Yeah, Peter Graves. Peter Graves. <laughs> she, she is revelatory in this movie, and she is so interesting to watch. I, like... The movie is oddly a lot more of a slow burn than I was expecting it because mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be a lot more like, you know, butt play. But uh, mm-hmm. it didn't have it as much. But watching her, like her tics and her just going slowly crazy, what? just like totally worth it. She's got it. But yeah, that's my, that's, uh, my mm-hmm. takeaway is uh, her performance, uh-huh. certainly, and that uh, it's one of those reminders that. Boy, uh, if you're doing a job, do the best that you can. It doesn't matter if anyone's ever going to see it because you're going to know. And I hope that she's proud of what she's done. I, I, I read that she she did not didn't, watch it, never, never seen it because she thought it was terrible. And she finally watched it. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm glad she had some distance to appreciate. I mean, that. like you would react to this movie. Yeah. It's pretty completely good. And, and honestly, OK, since it's Thanksgiving. Uh huh. What are we? I did. We did our takeaways. But what are you thankful for? It doesn't have to be about the movie. Nathan, what are you thankful for in the year 2022? In the year 2022? You you made that question more oblique as you asked it. Yeah, that's how I do it. Uh, I thought you uh, meant bleak. Uh, 
I'm uh I'm thankful that I'm alive in 2022. That makes one of us. <laughs> no, I go mean, ahead, go ahead. I mean, sorry guys. Uh, no, 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 it's uh I'm keeping that in. I, I, you should keep that in. I mean, Jesus Christ, how many years have we gone through past pandemic? I We've mean, gone I through a lot more than you. Oh, the pandemic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we're coming up on, uh, you know, almost three years. I'm young. Almost three Most years, of yeah. my life has been spent during the pandemic. I'm six that years sucks. old. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah, like your 20s have been in the pandemic. No, no, no. I mean. Well, I mean, you're 26. So 26. You know, so like But still, years. though. Yeah, yeah, that's a long time that's in a long your 20s. Time. Yeah. Like, I wasn't afraid of any diseases in my 20s, and I should have been. I mean, really, I should really have been afraid been. of a lot of diseases in my 20s even now. But yeah. uh, we're not going to talk about those right now. Chlamydia. Oh, uh, right. What are you thankful for? Yeah, watching Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, okay, well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You railing somebody while her friend is in the living room. <laughs> oh, watching <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut with her. Uh, oh, you're a while she's hot today. Hoo-ha. Uh, <laughs> hoo-ha. I, I am thankful for, um, you know, we've been doing the show for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that we, that you know what, not we, I made the decision to get better equipment for the show because I think that we, I believe in this show, I really yeah. do. All eight thousand dollars of it. Look, it it wasn't that much, okay? Yeah, look at how he's dressed. It couldn't be that much. Yeah, I got this. Is, this is a nice Under Armour. He's shirt. dressed like The Rock in Fast and Furious <laughs> Six, but but more like but, more but like a boulder. Yeah, it. yeah. Then, He's the like pebble. the pebble that gets stuck in your shoe that has some dookie on it. <laughs> what yeah. I'm thankful for. Yeah, what are you thankful um, for? Honestly, yeah, the audience. Uh, if there's anyone out there that's been with us since almost the beginning, I'm surprised. Al- almost the beginning? Well, not the very Wait, beginning. What? Nobody's with us from I the very beginning. I thought y'all were going to kill me after I did this. I didn't know this. Oh, no, well, we, we didn't say we weren't. Yeah, we weren't. We, we are still t- doing but no, I, I'm Guys, great. help. <laughs> I'm grateful that we all have still have our health and that you and I have done this show. And even though, you know, it's just whatever it is. It's always a fun time to yeah. hang out with my friend and then sometimes, you know, a good guest. Uh, sometimes. Not sometimes, often. You know, yeah, yeah, not, not, all, not, not always. Often. Yeah, not. yeah. But Once I, in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. Hey, I might see you for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so be nice because you might bring something other than chlamydia. But, uh, yeah, but no, I really, I'm, I'm grateful for everyone out there listening and I hope you've had a... You know, okay, here uh, things have been crazy the last couple of years, and I hope things uh, level out for everybody. Cause... I hope we brought some levity to yeah. the times. Cause... Cause I, I hope, yeah, just don't take things too seriously because it's exhausting if you do. And uh... and you know what? Watch a movie with the family about incest, yeah, and see what it takes you. I was gonna, really, say, yeah. I was just... gonna say if you're like. If you're taking yourself too seriously, watch Butcher Baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So if you're going to be with the family, though, watch something uh, maybe a little off the beaten path, something that could be fun that you could laugh about together and maybe uh, bond over it the way tell, that we usually do. Tell them that you're about to watch the new Knives Out movie and then put this on instead and then let them figure it out on their own. Yeah. I, hopefully uh, you're not related to people that won't get that in the first couple of minutes. It's not Knives Out because the, the title card comes up almost immediately. It is true. Yeah. Maybe so fast if you have any illiterate family. One of the foreign titles is Knives Out, though. So, like, it's a little confusing. This is Knives In. <sighs> but, yeah. But, yeah, otherwise, I mean, uh, happy thank holidays. Thank, yeah, thank you so much, thank Nathan. Thank you so much for doing oh, this, do you, wanna, do you want to plug anything? I mean, I'm on Besides Twitter, if that still exists. Oof. Aye, aye, aye. 
Uh, if Twitter still exists, uh, my Twitter is at Nathan Flynn, N-A-T-H-A-N-F-L-Y-N-N. And then I uh, run my podcast, Mission Impotable. M- it's a great show. I am P-O-T-I-B-L-E. I don't know why I laughed that it's a great show. It's a great show. You yeah. guys are great. I love you guys. We do great interviews. Yeah. Oh, it's you fun. do interviews? I never listen to the show. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> great to hear. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm the funniest of rights friends. Oh, that's not true. Um, uh, no, you're funny. You're funny, but uh, yeah, funny like how? Funny like funny fun like how? Funny like how? Again, funny you're like doing Rain out. Man. Well, watching yeah. Rain Man beat somebody's brains in with a bat would be something. <laughs> anyway, tell me to get my shine box. Get your shine box. Get your shine. What the fuck? Yeah. Get your shine box now, ladies and gentlemen. Gajo Pesci. Uh, good night and uh, good luck and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hope the turkey is the only thing getting stuffed. Oh, for your hand. Hey. Gross. Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold. Yeah.